you'll recall that on a check hop, Jimmy and Speed saw a strange plane below them on a lonely field. Thinking the plane in trouble, they landed to offer assistance. But the pilot of the strange plane proved to be Ace, along with Biffer, the gangster leader. The boys tried to prevent the takeoff of the gangster ship, but were unsuccessful. Returning, Speed went to report this latest discovery to the government investigator's office, while Jimmy talked to Dick Croft, who was out on the line when they landed. Jimmy discovered that Dick has given up his flying. Finally, he wormed out the real reason. Mrs. Croft cannot afford to keep her son longer in flying school, and Dick is looking for a job. Jimmy is eager to help him. It is the following morning at the Croft home. I'm very glad to meet you, Jimmy. Yes, indeed, I've heard lots about you. In fact, I don't know of any more popular topic of conversation in this house. Well, I'm very glad to meet you, too, Mrs. Croft. Oh, but I'm sure there are many more interesting subjects than myself. Hey, come now, Jimmy. Don't be so modest. You're talked about in lots of homes that don't know you at all. I should think so, with your name in the papers so much. Oh, but come now. Take that chair over there and have a cup of coffee. Dick should be right down. Thank you. Dick mentioned last night that he'd told you conditions that made it impossible for him to continue with his flying course, at, at least for the present. Oh, yes, he did, Mrs. Croft. I was awfully sorry to hear about that. He was coming along so fine, and I'm sure you'll make an excellent pilot. He was badly broken up about having to stop, but it just couldn't be helped. You see, I invested what money I had in what were considered to be very safe and substantial bonds, but you know how conditions have been lately. The bonds are paying little or no interest, and much as I dislike it, I'm afraid Dick will have to go to work. That is, if he can find a job. Perhaps a little later, conditions will become better and he'll be able to continue with his flying training. Oh, I understand the situation, Mrs. Croft. And I want to do everything I can to help Dick. Late yesterday, after I had talked with him, I went to see Mr. Jenkins. And you've probably heard of him. Yes, I have. Uh, he's the general superintendent of Grand National Airways, isn't he? That's right. Well, anyway, he told me he'd be glad to put Dick to work as a clerk in the stockroom. His hours would be from 8 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon. You see, that way, he could continue with his flying after he gets off work. Oh, I think that's perfectly marvelous, Jimmy. I'm sure Dick would be tickled to death. Oh, hello there, Jimmy. You old stick in the mud. What brings you here in the middle of the night? Oh, Dick, just listen to this. Jimmy has found you a job. He has? Gee, Jimmy, that's wonderful. What is it? Well, it's nothing extra, Dick. But at least it's a job and down on the airport, too. I saw Mr. Jenkins after I talked to you yesterday, and he said he'd be glad to give you a job as a clerk in the stockroom. It doesn't pay very much, but the hours are only from 8 to 4. And then you'll have time enough to keep on with your flying after you get off work. Gee, that's swell, but I don't know about the flying, Jimmy. You, you see... see, Jimmy, the tuition rates are so high at flying school that I don't see how I can afford to pay them even with Dick working. To be honest, I'm going to need part of what Dick makes to help make ends meet here at the house. Oh, I haven't told you everything yet. I have something else which I'm sure will be good news. Why, what is it, Jimmy? Mr. Jenkins offered to guarantee your tuition for the balance of your flying course at Central Flying School. And then after you graduate and get a job, you can pay him back. Oh, in fact, I'm quite sure you won't have any trouble getting a job with Grand National Airways. Gee, Jimmy, that'd be wonderful, but I don't... That's perfectly wonderful of you, Jimmy, to go to all that trouble, and Dick will take the job, I'm sure, and we'll all be very grateful for it. But I couldn't possibly let Mr. Jenkins advance the money for the rest of Dick's flying course. Yes, Jimmy, I think Mother's right. Oh, well, really, Mrs. Croft, I don't see why not. 
Mr. Jenkins has plenty of money, money to spare. He's got confidence in Dick's making a good pilot, or he wouldn't make the offer. Don't lots of well-to-do men help boys through college and allow the money to be paid back to them afterward? That may be true, Jimmy, but such men are usually relatives or close friends of the boys they help. Mr. Jenkins hardly knows Dick. He'd only be doing this because of his friendship for you, don't you see? Mother's absolutely right, Jimmy. We're all very grateful to Mr. Jenkins, but, well, we just can't accept his offer. Gee, I'm awful sorry, Dick, but... Listen, everybody, let's don't get discouraged. The cause isn't lost yet. Well, a new country heard from. What's up, sis? I'm going to get a job. You're not going to do anything of the kind. Nothing doing, sis, and that's flat. Well, I don't see why not. All the girls I know are working to help their people out. What do you think, Jimmy? You're going to take my side, aren't you? Well, gee, Barbara, I I don't know. I sort of hate to see you go out alone. Please, Jimmy, don't desert me. There's no reason at all why I shouldn't. I took a secretarial course in high school, a rapid typist, and excellent at shorthand. And if I don't start using them, I'll soon grow stale. But, Barbara, you know I've always said I didn't want to see you work in a business office. I know a lot about aviation. Goodness knows I've heard nothing else for a couple of years. Why couldn't I get a job as secretary to some man in the aviation business? I think I'd be more valuable there than anywhere else. I'm sure you would, Barbara. Listen, I know a lot of people in the aviation business. There's Mr. Jenkins over at Grand National Airways and Captain Sweeney down at the Army Experimental Factory. And Speed Robertson knows everybody on the airport. I think we could find you a job there somewhere. Well, that is, if your mother doesn't object. And another thing, if I had a job, too, then it might be possible for Dick to keep on with his flying. Well, that's certainly swell of you, sis, but I hate to see you do it. Things will get better later on, and then maybe I can go on. Oh, please, Mother, may I? Well, as long as it's not going to be a permanent thing, I'll give my consent. Anyway, you'll be down on the airport where Jimmy and Dick are. I'll talk to everyone I know. Why, I'll bet we get you fixed up with a job in no time. There is something else I haven't told you about. Something that might make it possible for Dick to continue with his flying course. That is, if both he and Barbara get jobs. Why, what is it, Mother? Is it something we don't know about, Mother? Yes. I've been thinking it over for a week now. I received a letter at that time, and if I answer it in the affirmative, it will mean a few thousand dollars for us. A few thousand dollars? What in the world do you mean, Mother? Say, you've been holding out on us, haven't you? I remember when you got that letter. It was from somewhere down in Texas, wasn't it? But tell us, what's it all about? Well, you see, it's this way. One of my ancestors settled in what is known as the Big Bend country in Texas along the Rio Grande River. He received one of the original Spanish land grants, and in the course of time, this grant was divided up among his descendants. I received as my share, several years ago, a large tract, which at the time we were hopeful would be very valuable. Later, we discovered it to be practically worthless, fit only for cattle grazing, and not very good for that, as there's very little rainfall and the region is very mountainous. In fact, it's been a good... In fact, I received some dollars for my land. Why, that's perfectly wonderful, Mother. If, as you say, Mother, the land's practically worthless, it's better to get something out of it than nothing at all. Well, it certainly is coming in just at the right time, isn't it, Mrs. Croft? Yes, I guess so. But I just can't make up my mind what to do. Although I've never seen the land, it has a certain sentimental value. My father lived near there many years and loved the country very much. I sort of had a dim idea in my mind that sometime we'd go down there and perhaps live on a ranch. Oh, I'm not sure whether I'd like that, Mother. Give up aviation to become a rancher? No, Mother, I don't think I'd go for that. Oh, it's a very, very beautiful country, I've heard. 
You ought to hear some of the old legends and stories about it. Well, what are you going to do about it, Mother? I haven't made up my mind finally, but I guess I'd better take this offer. I may never have one again, and we certainly need the money now. Well, if you'll excuse me, I'll have to be going. I've got to be down at flying school at 10 o'clock, and I want to stop and see Speed and Mr. Jenkins on the way. Shall I tell him you'll take the job in the stockroom, Dick? Absolutely, Jimmy. And thanks a million for getting it for me. And ask him when he wants me to report. Okay, I'll do that, Dick. Goodbye, Mrs. Croft. Goodbye, Barbara. Oh, I just don't know how we're ever going to repay you, Jimmy. Oh, I haven't done anything. Well, see you later, pilot. I'll phone as soon as I have any news. Come in. Morning, Speed. Ah, hello, Jimmy. Oh, you're certainly an early bird. Yeah, and I'm going to get the worm, too. Oh, you know, Speed, I got that wrong a little while ago. I called it fish instead of worm. But Barbara Croft put me right. Barbara Croft? Oh, you mean Dick Croft's sister. That's right. Well, Jimmy, you must have had it bad, calling on girls this time of the morning. Oh, come on, Speed. Quit kidding me. I didn't go out to see her. I went out to see Dick. Uh, maybe you did, Jim, but she wasn't hard to look at, was she? No, she never is. Oh, but here's what I came to see you about, Speed. Dick has had to leave Central Flying School because his mother can't afford to keep paying the tuition. Also, he's got to have a job. Well, I went to see Mr. Jenkins about it, and he's offered Dick a job in the stockroom. He gets off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon so he can fly after that. And Barbara's got to have a job, too, Speed. Look, she's just graduated from high school this year. She's had a secretarial course, and she'd make somebody a wonderful secretary, especially in the aviation business. I, well, I thought maybe you might inquire around and see what you could do for her. <laughs> well, you seem to be fixing the Croft family up pretty well, Jimmy. Uh, does Mrs. Croft want a job, too? <laughs> no, but she's had some good luck, though. Uh, how's that, Jim? Well, she owns a tract of land down in the Big Bend country in Texas, down near the Rio Grande. It was her share of what was an old Spanish land grant or something like that, I don't know. Anyway, she always thought it was worthless, and it was a burden to her to keep the taxes paid on it. But last week, she got a letter offering her a few thousand dollars for it. That'll certainly come in mighty handy right now. Huh. How big is this track? Oh, I don't know exactly, Speed. But there's thousands and thousands of acres in it. Well, a few thousand dollars doesn't seem very much for a big track like that, Jimmy. Well, I know it's Speed, but the land is practically worthless. You know, I've flown over part of that country, Jim. It's one of the wildest and most beautiful regions in the world. If you ever see it, you'll never forget it. The mountains rise high in the purplish haze like, like mammoth guards. On a clear day, you can see 150 miles across that desert. Oh, gee, it must be wonderful, Speed. I never heard you talk about any country like that before. Hey, Jim, by the way, I just thought of something. What, Speed? You know, a big oil field has just been opened up not very far from that region you're talking about. Is Speed right? Is there oil down near Miss Croft's land in the Big Bend country? What will she do? Will she accept the offer she has received? Be sure and tune in on the next exciting air adventure with Jimmy Allen. <laughs>